to that tree back in the day. But this was beyond sick. This was some evil Game of Thrones stuff right there. After a while, she had to look away, her stomach lurching. And since she was Hampton Cove's resident feral feline, that was saying something. When Damien woke up, it was as much from the rays of sun caressing his tanned face as from the strong sense of nausea that assaulted him. It reminded him of that time he'd had plastic surgery, creating a cleft in his chin he'd hoped would add to his general look of cool dudeness. He'd woken up feeling just as nauseous from the anesthesia as he was feeling now. And then there was that smell, a pungent odor filling his nostrils and making him gag. He groaned and rubbed his face. Did he have too much to drink last night? Nope. He and Shanna had sat on the porch while her sisters cavorted in the pool. He hadn't felt like jumping in, and neither had Shanna. They'd had a huge fight, and neither had felt like having a romp in the pool or the jacuzzi. He cast a quick glance at his wife and saw she was fast asleep, judging from the bump under the sheets. Oh, Christ, he just hoped she wouldn't start screaming again. He hated when she did that. There was no real argument possible when she screamed her head off. The sense of annoyance suddenly returned when he thought about the predicament she'd placed them both in. With a sigh, he swung his feet to the hardwood floor, fisting his toes. Wow. He had to hold on to his head when a sense of vertigo assaulted him. It was as if the entire room was spinning out of control. He had no idea what was going on. But judging from that horrible taste in his mouth and that terrible smell, things definitely were not a-okay. He stalked off to the ensuite bathroom and stuck his head under the tap, allowing the water to run over his close-cropped hair and into the marble sink. The cold water did him a world of good, and he almost felt human again. He toweled off his head and checked his face in the mirror. His skin was blotchy, eyes bloodshot. Nothing some makeup couldn't fix. Good thing the camera crew wasn't filming. He so didn't want to go on TV looking like this. People would think he'd had too much nose candy last night, which he hadn't. With a marriage on the rocks, he had no appetite for the stuff. If he got divorced, all of this would go away. No more Mr. Big Shot Fancy Pants. He walked back into the room and was surprised Shanna wasn't up yet. All his stomping around and putting his head under the tap should have roused her by now. He took a deep breath and decided to get this over with. The mornings after a big fight were always the worst. He didn't know what to say, and neither did she. Better to address the elephant in the room right away. He sat down on the bed and gently shook her shoulder. Shanna, we need to talk, he said. When she didn't stir, he gave her a slight nudge. Shanna? Come on, honey. Things can't go on like this. I need some answers. Stat. With a frown, he noticed a spot of crimson on her pillow, and he started. What the hell? He slowly slid down the sheet to take a closer look. And as he did, his eyes went wide and all the blood drained from his face. He would have screamed, but no sound came. Later, he didn't even remember staggering from the bed, falling to the floor and scrambling back, crab-style, to the door. Like bile, a scream finally rose from his throat, coinciding with a scream that sounded from inside the house. He was up and racing down the corridor, and as he came hurtling into the dining room, he saw Shayon screaming her head off. When he turned to see what had set her off, 
he joined her in a long, protracted wail. Right there, in the middle of the table, was Shanna's head. Her eyes closed as if she were sleeping, her mouth open and biting down on a jonagold like a frickin' pig roast. A note was taped to her forehead, typed in Arabic script, and then he fainted and went down like a ton of bricks. Chapter One Dooley, Harriet, and I were seated next to the bed, staring up at our human who was still fast asleep, even snoring a little. When Odelia Poole had taken me in, I'd vowed a sacred oath never to let her be late for work. And even though keeping my promise was a lot harder than I'd anticipated, on account of the fact that Odelia slept like the dead, I wasn't giving up. I'd snuggled up to her, digging my claws into her arm while purring in her hair. I'd mewled, meow.